Hey guys, you've reached another episode of the Jones Underground Podcast. I am Shell here with my wonderful, lovely husband. Hey, is Mr. Jones here? <laughs> that was such a that hey, was we such just a gonna be real cut. We <laughs> just gonna be cut. He, he he forgot he came in like a little too slow. No, I was laughing at her because she was laughing the whole time. Sorry. So, so tonight's episode, we want to talk about R&B male groups. We had a discussion about uh, our top 10 um, male R&B uh, groups of all time. Uh, we actually pulled up a list of the top 10, but we want to actually give our thoughts and give our thoughts on the top five. And right. the, se- the second topic, we don't want to spend all night on it, but we want to give our thoughts on the... Uh, Robert R. Kelly conviction uh, of sex trafficking. Uh, but first, yeah, we want to talk about male R&B groups and why uh, they hold a special place in our heart. Even though nowadays they are not, you don't see you don't see them really at all anymore. Uh, it still set the tone for a lot of the single artists that came out in years after or changed the scene or broke out of the boy bands into more um, individualistic styles. Uh, But even then, like you said, like this is something that really means a lot to a lot of people that came up in that time, uh, early 90s, early 2000s. You know, they were still pretty... uh, Pretty normal here. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're going to go ahead and jump in. We want to talk about, well, okay, so he wanted us to do a list each of what we felt were the top five, okay, of of, uh, mine and top five of his. So, we're going to go ahead and hop into it. Well, first I want to get into the top ten, like the one list that we did see that they had, um... Top ten list of uh, male R&B groups, and they had a few. But <clears throat> so these are uh, the top ten that we have so far, according to this website, and it's called iHeartRadio.com. So you know they be always on something. And we'll go with the top eight because I don't want to go through this whole list. And if you didn't hear your group, yeah, they disrespected your group. I'm sorry. So, number eight sits at Tony, Tony, Tony. Number eight, they said Tony, Tony, Tony. Tony, Tony, Tony. Number seven is Blackstreet. Okay. All right, respectable. Number six is Belle Biv DeVoe. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, number, <laughs> number five is 112. 112. Mm. Number four is uh, Drew Hill. Uh. Number three is Boys to Men. Number two is Jodeci, and number one is New Edition. Yeah, she's rolling her eyes. Okay, so yeah, let's hop into this because I got I got thoughts, I got comments. So real quick, on this list and this list top five, the top five on this list is one twelve Drew Hill, Boys to Men, Jodeci, and New Edition. What are your issues with the top five of this list right off the bat? What are they again? Because 
I'm gonna I'm gonna let you see the list. Okay, so hold you on. Tell me what's hold your on. first issue? What's my first issue with the top five, right? Yeah. Okay. Um. Okay, so my first issue is who they have as number one. Okay. Of the list. That's my first problem. I don't think New Edition. If I had them in my top five, I'm not going to say if I do or don't, but if I had them in my top five, they would definitely not be number one in their top five. They just would not. So, my second issue with the the top five is the number two spot, which is Jodeci. Jodeci would not be number two for me. Quite honest, quite honestly, boys to men would be my number two. They would not be my number one. Number two. Boys to men would be my number my number two. Why? Because of their long run musically, the hits that they came out with were just they. I mean, they just stood the test of time even to now. Uh, I mean, I really just think they were overall more talented as a group. Now, I ain't talking about their character because <laughs> we heard about them. But but what I am saying is that I really think they would have been mine too. So those are the, the first two things for me. So what about you? Alright, the issue that I have with the list is there are a lot of groups that ain't even in, on the top eight. That should have been in there. Uh, Mid condition yeah. should have took the place of Drew Hill or One Twelve. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. Uh, that's like pretty brown man. Pretty brown eyes. Quit breaking my heart. What are you talking about? <laughs> if you just take that one song, it the song I was listening to a live uh, set on that from a few years ago, and the song still sounds good. Even with all the 90s synthesizers and M1 stuff yeah. that they had in it, it still sounded good today. Uh, number, uh, the other thing that I had an issue with, they put Jodeci up so high, but how you, do oh you put, God. how do you rank Jodeci over boys to men? Right. That like, was strange. How do you rank Jodeci over Jodeci, boys to men? And I no. know a lot of people claim that they ain't like doing studio time and all this stuff and... They said that behind the scenes, some of the guys may have been jerks, but ask Mary J. Blige about uh, Casey and, his, and the situation with Jodeci. Ask some of the people that actually dealt with these dudes and stuff like that. Jodeci, being real, if we talk about character, <laughs> right. and even not just their character, when you listen to the way that these guys sing, they are crooners, but that's all they did. It's like the moment you turn on a Jodeci track, it's ooh, ooh, ooh. And it was, it's always like they try to, over, they try to overdo each, no, they do overdo each other a lot of times. I'm just not, I just, Jodeci, I just think they put that way too high. I mean, I would have even accepted Tony, 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 you know, I would have, that a little bit higher than Jodeci myself. You know, um, another group, Blackstreet, would have even been higher to me than Jodeci. And even though they reformed a couple of times, mm-hmm. it's the fact that uh, Blackstreet kept the hits coming. Mm-hmm. 
the sound always stayed good. It stayed relevant right. as long as they were taking care of business, you know. And I would even say this, man, with Blackstreet, Teddy Riley. Yeah, he was yeah, one of the main innovators in the league. He found some of the main producers. You're talking about Pharrell Williams. You're talking about Missy Elliott. You're talking about Timberland. All these guys, he found it. He found them in Virginia Beach. Right. So, and, and, and even when you talk about Bell, Bill DeVoe, and all these other guys, he literally defined, he defined the sound of the early 90s. Yeah. So how do you not put Blackstreet, the group that he, you know... That's what I was going to say. Yeah, how do you not put them in there? Yeah, so... Okay, so... So give me your top five. So we, you want me to go my top five, All right? My top five, of course, number five would be mid-condition. You know, I just like the music. I, I would love to say that maybe I'm partial. Hey, it's just that situation, but... That's just my little group, man. Mick Condition, along with a couple other guys. Number four, I'm not a big Bobby Brown friend. And the people go come at me, so it is what it is. New Edition, yeah, they number four. It is what it is. Um, number three, Black Street. Because, like I say, my man defined, Teddy Riley defined the sound of at least 10 years in music. He, he had the hits. Um, number two for me, and we may disagree on, we're going to disagree on it, I ain't even tripping. Tony, Tony, Tony. <laughs> we were, the other night, we were picking out a lick from a, uh, what was it, from a Fred Hammond song back in the 90s. Yeah. And the same lick was bended from a uh, Tony, Tony, Tony song, Anniversary. That same guitar lick. Somebody was hitting it on the keys during the Kirk Franklin track uh, <laughs> in one of his tracks that he yeah. did. So when I sit here and say that... Melodies from heaven. Yeah, melodies from heaven. Yeah. But when I sit here and say that my man Raphael Sadiq is a pioneer in music, He he's one of the neo-soul uh, princes, one of the kings of neo-soul that came out. Uh, Who gave him that title? I would just say the my, prince, the, the prince of. Uh, I would just say if you listen to a lot of the 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 mid Tony Tony Tonys, but then you cut that and then you start listening to Music Soul Child, you start listening to D'Angelo. He was right there with him on his stuff. He, Tony 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 debuted a lot of that, you know, live bands playing these chords, playing these different sounds. So. I'm just gonna say it was uh, Raphael Sadiq's right there. Number one, of course, is Boys to Men. Okay. Boys to Men had so many hits. You you can't deny them being the number one male yeah. group out here because they, their first three or four albums, it's like you could just play them straight through. This is not like where you can stream an album for ten dollars a month and you ain't had right. to spend no money. You can just stream everybody's work. No, you had to go buy. You had twelve dollars. Either you went and ate lunch, or <laughs> right. you listened to this record. Right. And if you bought a Boys to Men album in the late eight, late nineties, early two thousands, you could listen to that whole track, even their Christmas album, back to back to back to back. It was just they just kept it coming. They were you know, right there. even that Christmas album, it was like it was like Boys to Men with a with a. With a Christmas, a sexy Christmas 
twist or so. Like, it was just so, like, you know. Let it snow. You it know? was the best Christmas Let album. Let snow. Like, I literally. Right. It's them and the Temptations <laughs> on the Christmas album. I mean. Shout I'm, out to the Jackson 5. I ain't trying to disrespect. <laughs> but it was them and the Temptations I'm right there. I'm just saying, like, they was really said if you don't have somebody to roast chestnuts on an open fire with like they would literally make you feel like they were in the room with you you know what i'm saying man <laughs> that I was know, the album man, I, it's I probably a it. lot of christmas babies probably trying to go up that <laughs> boys and men album but that was my whole point <laughs> i can't deny that hey because which of the other groups had a christmas album um <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly Alright, where 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 new editions Christmas album at? Where where Black right. Street Christmas album? I don't see it. So, right. So Okay, so my five, okay. So what how did you do it? Did you do five to I did one? Five, four, three, two. Five, four, three, two. Count, okay. Count it down. Okay. Um Alright, so my five is going to be new edition. While I really like New Edition, and I'm sorry to those that thought they should be higher, but again, I while I like New Edition, I still don't think they were strong enough to have surpassed the other. They wasn't together that long as far as yeah, like and boys and men and Black Street. They, right, and it was, but what they did was strong enough to last the test of time. Yeah, but it it, it just. I'm sorry. What did what did that one guy used to say? I'm sorry. It's just it's a no for me, dog. Like so, yeah. Anyway, but they they're my they're definitely in the top five. So they're number five. My number four is Black Street. I'm I'm just sorry. I just they had to be in the top four. I mean their work. I mean it was just hit after hit, and it wasn't just one of those hits that are only good for that time. Like I could get in the car right now and turn it on and it's like it's still the same good. feel, same beat. Like your kids ain't telling you to turn this off right. on the road trip. Like, right. Hey, play this, play this at, play right. some else. It, they got them were like, well, what is that? Turn that up. Yeah, because they like, oh, all five guys are singing good. Right, right. <laughs> so definitely uh, Black Street is my number four. Uh, my number... Sorry. My number three is Mint Condition. I love Mint Condition. I'm sorry. To the core, I love them. And there is nothing that they can't say that I won't, in some way, shape, or form, you know, be like, this is my jail. <laughs> like, I, I'll say this. We was talking about shows and who was coming to town, and, and it was like $80 or something to go see him. And I was like, nah, we in a struggle right now. Maybe this person, maybe that person. Right. I'm going to say the Mick Edition showed up. Uh, hey, we'll go see them. And if we was turning some folks down. That's what I was like, if they showed yeah, up, yeah, I'll true. come through. That's true. Um, so my number two is... I... I I, I struggled with my number two because I am not against Tony, Tony, Tony. I, I actually, I mean, they're definitely good enough to be in my top five 
Or shall I say good enough to be in my top 10? <laughs> so y'all don't think that's the one, but... So, uh, I also felt like there was another group that... Gotta give it to them. They came out with some hits that I think really still rocks. So, and that is uh, Jagged Edge. Now, I'm not a huge Jagged Edge fan. But they're in my top five because I got to give them their props. When people hear Jagged Edge, it's, it moves, folks. Hey, y'all, I'm so proud of her. Because so, she said 112 was better than Jagged Edge at one point. They, call, they walk a thin line. <laughs> they do. No, I mean, no, but, I, but, but no, no, no. Um, and then my number one, which is Boyz II Men. And, of course, I mean, there is nothing. I could turn that music on right now. Close your eyes and look at my husband. And, and it's like, it's like we on a first date. Like, it literally, the music has, has reached out even into today and the radio that plays today. And it's not like, oh, this is an old song from, you know, before mom pops and everybody no it's like it seems like it has kept up with every generation and I mean and, it, and it, even the old stuff even when they were younger you know now I didn't choose Boyz II Men because how I felt they functioned as a group that ain't my business <laughs> so uh, I because yeah. each one of the groups had some kind of dysfunction some kind of yeah but I'll say this, when we listen to the 90s, like the, the new editions, and we listen to a lot of the other groups that we haven't mentioned, the Shies, the, especially the, the younger groups, and we look at the, the emergence of K-pop and all the boy right. and girl groups dancing and locking and, and singing all at the same time doing their thing. My daughter, she didn't know that a lot of the K-pop people that are singing that songs are written by a lot of the same people that wrote during the 90s and 2000s in the R&B era. Mm -hmm. They were writers mm -hmm. here. The only thing that they did was they moved overseas and they basically took the music and the style that they do it in over there because it's just extremely popular in Korea. It's funny how the young kids always think that they have something new. Like, oh, this Korean pop is so good and it's not like American songs where everybody's rapping and cheating on somebody. I'm like, well, back in the 90s, <laughs> it wasn't like that too all on the radio. It wasn't rap or somebody, you know, doing something always bad. They actually sang songs about, we actually had real love songs. All the music that we were doing wasn't so... It seems like the new music I'm listening to now, not to try to mention names, but it's hella depressing to me because there's always somebody singing about being either broke up or somebody singing about, uh, you know, a depressed relationship situation. And sometimes it was good to hear some of these guys sing about love and and uh, moving forward. Yeah, we had the occasional breakup song, but when you sing Boys to Men, End of the Road, and when you hear... Uh, Pretty Brown Eyes, or even Tevin Campbell's Can We Talk. Those are songs where, you know, we, yeah. we, 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 you ain't trying to, you know, that's that's music. And that's, you know, can I, you know, holler at you? Can we 
actually do something different than I'm just trying to bang your drawers out for the first time I catch up with you. Oh, man. But, uh, and that's what these dudes doing now, man. They, they turned on the song, got Chris Brown bass line, and boom, boom, bang your drawers out. Why do you gotta keep saying bang your drawers? I'm just saying. Oh, my gosh. That's what these youngest on right now, so. But, but yeah, I, I definitely, you know, sometimes you do want to see that again. And, and it's good when you can see some of your favorites come to your town and, and try to keep up with, with their old music. And some people pull it off well. Some people do horrible. But, but I'm going to say this. You know. I mean, how many videos have we seen of the, 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 the men of Jodeci? Oh my goodness. Singing it. Behind the music. Man, when Singing you know, it. some people's behind the music, man, if they oh made a God. series out of that, man, we talking about, they can make a whole series of Joe to see behind the music in some of these groups, you know, so, but shout out to the people that are out here still making music that ain't being played on the radio. Shout out to independent artists that are still making good music, even if everybody and grandma's not listening to it um or it's just not getting the shine that it probably should be getting shout out to the people who are you know playing in the local scenes to underground clubs and pubs and that are still keeping the soul music alive man just shout out to all these people that are still out here doing real r&b even if it's not so popular right uh, speaking of R and B, speaking of <laughs> R, yeah, R, rated R and Kelly, rated R. Uh, hide, your, hide your teenagers. Uh, hide your kids, hide your wives too. Man, but um, uh. so, so my man Robert R. Kelly was convicted today in court of sex trafficking for some, a variety of issues, but... I don't want to get too deep into it because, once again, I didn't really... I wasn't following this case every day because I think R. Kelly, in the minds of most people, has done enough to spend three lifetimes in jail, according to what some people are saying about him. So I didn't really, you know... To me, it didn't really... It didn't really affect me. But as a father who has a young daughter... Who has friends that are still singing and are moving in entertainment and circles and stuff. As somebody who works as a musician in music, you have to really be careful of who you let come around your teenagers, your teenage daughters. Because you, you can't just let anybody get their space. You can't just let anybody you know, work with your kids. Especially if they're giving them Dreams of grandeur. This person's finna be the next superstar. She finna be the next Beyonce. And next thing you know, your daughter been molested by somebody, and 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 you you mad. You you have to really follow up on what is and what ain't before it gets there. You got any thoughts? Cause you just you awfully quiet. I mean, okay. I'm sorry, guys. So formulate my thoughts on this I feel like I did sort of I watched the show <laughs> I was sorry I watched the show um, Surviving R. Kelly I watched oh man I watched one two but 
I don't even know if it had how many seasons it had, but I watched them. I heard everybody talk. It, it really had a few shows. A few shows. It could have had three seasons. It, I felt like it was on. It was a series. I felt like it was on for a long time. So I thought, <laughs> Y'all, she is she is on one. And then the Cowboys are putting it on the Eagles. So I'm not. So I'm sorry. <laughs> But being honest, though, some of the stuff that he was being accused of in that uh, in that documentary, and sometimes, and I know we say, well, if the documentary never came out, they would have never been trying to get at him. Well, sometimes that documentary is needed because of that situation. Right. Sometimes the reporters are doing their job because they need to let the people know mm-hmm. how bad the situation was. And what's really going on. And I think a lot of that was what was sitting around that that show was parents finally looking back on situations and realizing, like you said, you need to watch what you, who you are opening your kids up to. Even if it's a promise to do this or do that, you have to be careful. You can't just, oh, this, this star wants to see my baby. Yay, let her go. No, you have to, you got to be careful of, of predators. You know, in that sense, and he ended up, I mean, hey, court said it today, he was, you know, found guilty on those charges of uh, endangerment, and so many different witnesses came forth and spoke against him. You know, at this point, I, I feel bad for what has happened with the parents and their children and their, their girls or whatever manipulation has been happening. You know, I feel sorry for them, but I, I do hope that, you know, even on the R. Kelly side, I hope that this shows him, you know, he learns a lesson from it. And, you know. And I just want to be real. I don't wish a... any ill on anybody, but I do I do hope that he learned his lesson from from this. And even if it means he's going to be behind bars, he's going to learn his lesson. Well, my whole thing is, we know people that have been in situations for just the accusation being pointed at them. And they're sitting in bars when they may have not committed these crimes. And this man not only walked free, this man walked free and was literally a rich man. And while he had all his fame and power, he was, according to them, allegedly he was... Uh, had a whole house where he had women chained up and mm-hmm. and couldn't go where they wanted to go and couldn't mm-hmm. do anything. And that just lets you know, uh, this is not no, this is not an easy situation. There's a lot of pain and tears on both ends, but it also lets you, it makes you have to sit down with your kids and let them know somebody is around you doing something they should not be doing. Say something. Say something. You know, and, and we look at the situation with R. Kelly and the situation with Bill Cosby where years and years go by before people speak up. Sometimes somebody just, you just gotta, we just gotta do a better job of believing women and supporting women when stuff like this is going down. So that, you know, if something does happen to our girls, our daughters, our sisters, 
that they know they can come to us and we'll do everything that we can to, you know, not only put a stop to what's going on, but get them some form of, because you can't make, you can never account for somebody being molested or sexually abused or raped. You can never make, you can never get that back. But at least you can try to do something to put, make the people that did this responsible. Right. You know. Yeah, I agree. You know, uh, I just, you know, with this situation, it's been something some families have waited on for a while. So, like I said, you know, my heart goes out to them. My heart goes out to even R. Kelly's family. You know, I just, you know, pray for all of them. And, you know, God... Work out whatever he needs to work out in the hearts of, of whoever. So, but on a side note of that, um, I do want to say that we have been given like several different um, topics and subjects. So, we definitely want you guys tune in, tune in, tune in. I know we didn't do anything too long, but... With that being the case, I just wanted to say that you all, you know, we appreciate everything that you all have done and listening to us and tuning in to us. And it really just means a lot. It really does. Yeah, we truly do thank you for, thank everyone for listening, our new listeners, the ones that have been here from the beginning. And we we will do everything that we can to, once again, we want to make sure the podcast is pure. And, um... You know, this this discussion about the R&B groups, we may bring that over to, uh, we may bring that over, we may not. We may, we may, and we may not. But we will see what happens, but I just wanted to say thank you to everybody for supporting us and listening to us as we focus and move forward uh, musically and everything else. All right, bye guys. Have a good night and thanks for listening. Thanks.